Joining us down the line this afternoon to break it all down for us is former Socceroo and Stan Sport presenter, Mark Bosnich. Bozzo, welcome back to the show. Have I got you there, Bozzy? You just you might have just cut out. I hope we have you. Yeah, I can uh, hear you fine. We've got you now loud and clear. Glad to have you here with us. And, uh, well, before we get into the actual football itself, big news at, at Stan Sport, another three years. Yeah, absolutely massive news. Uh, congratulations to everybody in the Stan Sports team. Um, Martin Kugler upstairs and also Channel 9, Mike Sneesby and, and co. They, they've done a fantastic job. It was a real team effort. There were so many people that were involved. And, uh, and congratulations to them all. We're over, absolutely over the moon. Uh, to have one of the, if not the, major sporting event in the world for an extra three years. So that's next year as well, so an extra four years. Uh, it's great news, great to hear, and uh, Stan Sport do such a great job. Let's get into the games that we did see earlier on in the week. Bozza, uh, Champions League semi-finals, leg number one. It kicked off with Real Madrid and Man City playing to a one-all draw. What were your thoughts on that opening matchup? And, geez, we saw a couple of great goals. Absolutely fantastic games. Arguably one of the best games of the season anywhere uh, in, in club football and two of the best teams in the world going at each other. I thought Manchester City were the better team in the first half. They played some wonderful football, the football we know they can, and they just really couldn't couldn't manage their way through um, a stout Real Madrid defence. And then Real Madrid, um, basically right before half time, about 10 minutes before half time, done one of their famous breaks that that they're that they're um you know renowned for and uh, vinicius jr once again popped up and, and hit a rocket uh, to put it one nil and then after that in the second at the beginning of the second half i think it was the biggest test uh, of of character that manchester city would have had for a very long time and they had the crowd behind them eighty thousand madristas behind them around madrid and they really put manchester city to the sword but they held out then they got their just re- rewards in the end with a rocket from Kevin De Bruyne, and and in the end, I thought it was it was only one team that was pushing for the win. That was Real Madrid right in the last ten minutes or so, but it was a fair result because neither side deserved to lose. So, who do you think has the advantage as we head towards the second leg in Man City? I think it's very even with the abolition of the away goals uh, last season by UEFA, which I think has been great. Um, it puts a different complex on the game. So, you know, in the past, you know, away goals would you know, wouldn't literally count double, but you could be, well, if it was the away goal thing, if Manchester City draw nil-nil at home, they go through, which leads to a lot of caution. So I think it's very, very even. If there's a slight, slight tilt, it may be towards Manchester City. They haven't lost a game at home uh, this, uh, this season in the Champions League. Um, they've won every game that they've played in uh, in the Champions League. And uh, they've been in fantastic form. I'm beaten now in 21 games, uh, and and they've been in cracking form. And I really do think, and this is a gut feeling, um, you know, but based on what I've seen, I think this year is their year to win that Holy Grail. Mm, okay. Well, uh, yeah, a lot to look forward to next Thursday morning. Uh, mm. Earlier on Thursday morning this week, we saw another great game. It was the Milan Derby, and Inter Milan yeah. coming out on top two nil. What were your thoughts on the game? Oh, it was a fantastic performance by Inter Milan. Um, I, I, look, they've done fantastically well to get through to this stage. They had a difficult group. They had Bayern Munich and Barcelona in the group. It was, you know, when you see a group like that, it's only going to it's going to be two out of those three. And the way things have been falling, you would have thought that Inter Milan were the third favourite, so they got through. They beat the two Portuguese giants, Porto and Benfica, in around the 16 and quarterfinals, and they've been in good form. 
They won the Super Cup in Italy against AC Milan, ironically. Uh, that was in Saudi Arabia in, in January. They're in the final of the of the Coppa Italia against Fiorentina. And they're fourth in the league. Um, they're only three points off second. And, and they're being, you know, they've got a lot of good, uh, big match players, experienced players, and they were awesome in the first half. And it was really down to the sheer luck that they, they didn't go even further ahead. They got off to a wonderful start. Uh, the goal from Jekko and the Mikatarian scored pretty much soon after. And as disappointing as AC Milan were and as disappointed as they will be because of the results, bottom line is they're still in this tie because there's only two goals where it should have been more. They very much missed their best, arguably their best player, Rafael Leal. He was out injured, but he'll be back for next week, barring no, no problems. Um, but uh, really, it could have been more. And out of the six semi-finals in the three competitions, this is the most convincing performance by far. Do you like celebrating after winning the first leg? Well, you can celebrate. There's no, there's, there's no problem in celebrating. You should always celebrate a win for that night. Uh, and when I say celebrate, I don't mean going out on the tiles. But you should always <laughs> celebrate. You should always celebrate a win. But then the next day, when you come in, if you come in the next day or the following day, then the focus has got to be. Uh, whoever you're playing on the weekend. And they've got Sassuolo this weekend. And with Juventus regaining that 15 points that they were deducted, um, they, they won, won them back on appeal, they've got to make sure that they stay in that top four so they can get qualification for the Champions League next year um, because there's still obviously no guarantee as good as they look to get to the final that they'll win the competition itself. Of course, if they win the competition, they'll automatically qualify. But from a league perspective, you know, AC Milan are only two points behind them on fifth. They've got to make sure uh, in these last four games that they, they make sure that they, they get into that top four as a little bit of security. Europa League semi-finals taking place as well. Uh, earlier on today, we saw Roma uh, coming away with the win 1-0 and we saw a tie. Yes, one all between Juventus and Sevilla. Uh, what did you make of the two semi-finals today? Yeah, there's, well, there was the two semi-finals in the Europa League and the two in the Conference League. We'll take the Europa League first. Uh, Juventus were, were delighted, even though they're at home, to actually draw with Sevilla. Um, Sevilla have completely turned around their season uh, since Jose Luis Mendilibar took over from uh, Sampali. And they went ahead. They should have been 2-0 ahead. It was only some really super goalkeeping from Chesney uh, and some luck that actually stopped them from going 2-0 ahead. And Juventus eventually got the equaliser. You could tell by the reaction after of their fans and the players, moreover, that they were delighted to get a draw. It's going to be so difficult for them going to Sevilla. We saw that with Manchester United. That's a, it's a formidable atmosphere um, for, for them to go into the second leg. And in the other game, uh, Jose Mourinho's Roma were just a little bit too good uh, for Leverkusen, but still very, very close. It was only 1-0. So everything to play for in that second leg. And in the other two semifinals of the mm. Conference League, Fiorentina, uh, unbelievably so, in my opinion. Uh, well done to Basel, who had a struggle this season. 1-0 up uh, from you know from Cabral, and they were cruising. And then all of a sudden, Basel scored in the 70th minute and then won in the 90th minute, to, to, which was an amazing win. And the game that we did this morning uh, was Matty Ryan's AZ Outbar, the Socceroos captain, were up against West Ham. AZ Alkmaar having a, a sterling season in the Eredivisie in Holland. They're in fourth place. They're doing really well. And West Ham have really struggled this season, although they beat Manchester United on the weekend, which pretty much secured uh, their status in the Premier League. Uh, it was pretty much cru- cruise control for AZ Alkmaar. They, they got a goal in the first half. Uh, and then, unfortunately for Matty, um, he, came, he, came to, he came to punch a ball. And, and it was just a little bit too late. 
Um, and and just you know, the the guy in front of me, I think it was, I think it was Chris Bowen, just had it before him, and he and he copped Bowen in the head. They got a penalty. Ben Rama put away. Then they got some momentum, and they had the crowd behind them at London Stadium, and they were really good for about 15, 20 minutes. They did they did basically what they should have done from from an earlier start. And Antonio got the second goal and it puts them in the in a box position in the second leg. But let's not forget, AZ Alkmaar were two 0 down against Underlecht in the quarterfinals after the first leg, and they came back at home, drew one two nil, and it went to penalties. They won on penalties, so still heaps to play for. Hence why I said, out of all the performances um, in the semi-finals, Inter Milan by far the most convincing. All right, well, uh, still a lot to look forward to. Plenty of great games to come in the second leg of the semi-finals next week. Uh, just quickly, how are you seeing the EPL right now? Man City, yeah. it's it's theirs really for the taking, isn't it? Well, it is. It's theirs to lose. Um, a lot will depend on uh, on this tie with Real Madrid. Um, if they go out, there could be a little bit of a reaction in the league. But I think that they'll go through and I think they'll go on now to win the title. They've got a tough game away to Everton this week. That's really tough. And Arsenal keep winning. So Manchester City are one point ahead with a game in hand, um, but it's always better to have points on the table than a game in hand at this time of the season. So it's still going to be very close. As is the battle for the top four, uh, Manchester United and Newcastle, although they've got a game in hand, Liverpool are only one point behind Manchester United and two behind Newcastle, I think it is. So that's still going to be very, very close. And there's other teams like Aston Villa, who they're all, and Brighton, uh, Spurs, are all vying uh, for that extra European place, which could go down a little bit further depending on the results of the Champions League and so forth. In terms of the relegation battle, um, I mean, two or three weeks ago, I would say there was about eight or nine teams involved. It's probably whittled down to about five or six, but it's still going to be very close. There's Nottingham Forest, Leicester, Leeds, Southampton looks as though that they're going to be down. There's Everton. Uh, so there's a lot of teams that are down there in that in that fight, and, uh, and it's going to be really interesting to see in these last three games what goes on. Big games to look forward to. Uh, Bozer, it's been a pleasure chatting on the show this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time and enjoy your weekend. Uh, you too, Matt. Anytime. Thank you. There he goes. Mark Bosnich, former Socceroo, Stan Sport presenter. I thank him for his time on the show today.